Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Global Venturing Review Podcast, bringing you the biggest news from globalcorporateventuring.com, globaluniversityventuring.com and globalimpactventuring.com. My name is Thierry Hillis, I'm the editor of Global University Venturing and it's actually been a fairly quiet week. There's not been that many nine-figure rounds, which does mean we will get to some smaller sums for once, although saying that it is still a lot of money, of course. But let's dive in and start with the big ones. Grab had raised $4.8 billion for its Series H round as of mid-2019, but didn't confirm a close for the round. Now, however, the on-demand ride provider is set to raise approximately $714 million from Mitsubishi UFJ Financial Group, part of a venture where the two will collaborate on a lending and insurance app, according to Nikkei. Amazon has of course been held up as a prime example for tech companies growing through diversification, but as we can see, it's far from the only one. SoftBank, meanwhile, may have been having difficulty luring external backers to its second vision fund, but in the meantime, it's putting in its own money, $2.5 billion since October, according to Reuters sources, one of whom said it is considering another $2.5 billion while the fund carries on investing. Vision Fund is also reportedly lining up backers for a sub $2 billion hedge fund-like vehicle that will make public market investments. At Imara, a US-based developer of therapies for blood disorders, has filed to raise up to $86.3 million in an IPO that would enable pharmaceutical firms Pfizer and Lundbeck to exit. Founded in 2016, Imara is working on drug treatments for hemoglobinopathies, that is disorders that affect the hemoglobin, the part of the red blood cell that carries oxygen. It filed confidentially for the IPO in September last year and it's raised some $77 million in Series A and B funding, according to the filing. Which is actually nearly $20 million less than it has previously claimed, a discrepancy that's rare for US companies, if a somewhat more common sight over in China. The biggest deal on Gov was Omas Therapeutics, a UK-based drug design and development spin-out of University of Oxford, which added £27.5 million, that's about 35.7 million of your American dollars, of Series A funding from investors including the university and its Oxford Sciences Innovation Fund. Sincona led the extension with a $21.6 million commitment, having also led the initial $17.9 million close in 2018 with participation from Oxford Sciences Innovation to bring the round's total to $53.9 million. Omas Therapeutics is working on therapies for immunological and genetic disorders. Now then, let's look at some smaller deals. We do have some nine figures here, but quite a few less. Payment technology provider Toast has secured $400 million in a Series F round that bumped its valuation up from $2.7 billion in April last year to $4.9 billion. The round was co-led by TPG, Green Oaks Capital and existing investor Bessemer Venture Partners and Tiger Global. It had increased the company's overall funding to more than $900 million. Its earlier backers include GV, which took part in a 2016 Series C round. Endpoint protection platform developer Sentinel-1 has reportedly secured $200 million at a $1.1 billion valuation, with Insight Partners leading that round. Growth equity firm Insight also led Sentinel-1's last round, a $120 million Series E round in June 2019, that included Samsung Venture Investment. The company has now raised a total of $430 million 
since it was founded all the way back in 2013. You mean Dida is one of several tracking service providers contributing to China's thriving logistics sector, and it has pulled in $143 million in Series D plus funding from undisclosed investors just over a year after it raised $266 million in a Prologus-backed Series D round. Its backers also include Global Logistics Properties, an investor since its 2016 Series A, and the cash will be used to upgrade its distribution center network and fleet of trucks. Swiggy is continuing to battle Zomato for pole position in India's online food delivery sector and has received $113 million in a Series I round, led by a reported $100 million investment from Process Ventures, the unit formerly known as Naspers Ventures. You don't see too many Series I rounds, do you? The round included Maitran Jianpeng and it valued Swiggy at $3.6 billion, which is impressive even if it's a far cry from the $1 billion target the company initially set last year and a little below the $4 billion valuation it was targeting. Unacademy is one of several companies operating in India's thriving online education sector and has grabbed $110 million in a Series E round that includes a relatively rare corporate venturing investment by Facebook. The funding represents the third nine-figure round for an Indian online education business in the past two months following a $150 million Series C for Ranguro and a $200 million investment that valued Bijou's, probably the market leader right now, at about $8 billion. Tier Mobility has extended the Series B round to more than $100 million, adding about $40 million in debt and equity financing to the $60 million it raised from investors including AXA Germany last October. Tier Mobility, which claims to be Europe's largest electric scooter rental service, will put the funding toward research and development, strategic M&A deals and the expansion of its fleet. Elsewhere in Germany, another transport-focused company has expanded its latest round, airborne taxi developer Volocopter, increasing its Series C to $94 million with funding from investors including Deutsche Bahn's logistics subsidiary DB Schenker, as well as Mitsui Sumitomo Insurance and AD Ventures. The September 1st close featured another corporate investor, Sejiang Gili Holding Group. And Spruce Biosciences has nabbed $88 million in a Series B round that included Novo, one of two named investors in its $20 million Series A three years ago. The company is currently enrolling patients for a Phase 2 trial for a treatment intended to reduce heavy steroid doses necessary to combat a genetic hormonal disorder known as congenital adrenal hyperplasia. And Intel Capital has led a $74 million round for cybersecurity software provider ZeroFox, boosting its total funding to $162 million. ZeroFox has also formed a collaboration agreement with an Intel ecosystem of software vendors known as Intel AI Builders, covering artificial intelligence development. Redline Capital Management, New Enterprise Associates, Highland Capital Partners, Hercules Capital and Core Capital filled out the round. And solar energy services provider Sunseep has raised $72 million from energy utility Banpi as part of a Series D round that is reportedly now sized at $146 million. The round's other participants include Tomasek and ABC World Asia, while Chow Tai Fook Enterprises and Shell Technology Ventures are among existing shareholders. The proceeds will help drive Sunseep's expansion across Southeast Asia. Moving on to funds. China International Capital Corporation's CICC Capital Unit has accumulated more than $229 million for a biomedicine fund that follows a $1 billion healthcare investment vehicle formed with AstraZeneca late last year. 
corporate backers Hebei Port, Farskin Pharma, Sharman Fig, Fujian Suna, and Sichuan Daily Press subsidiary Xinven Venture Capital are all among the LPs in the latest fund. And biopharmaceutical company Wellvax Technology is deploying roughly $21 million for a biomedicine fund itself, with a targeted close of about $87 million that will be managed by Jincheng Capital. Wellvax is a relatively new entrant to corporate venturing. There seems to be a fair bit of activity in China right now concerning healthcare investment funds. Not much more to report on funds, and actually it's also been fairly quiet on exits, where we just have one more, and that is mobile content discovery platform Digital Turbine, which has agreed to purchase US-based peer mobile posse in a deal reported by DC Inel to be about $66 million in size, allowing SoftBank to exit. Founded in 2005, Mobile Posse has developed a content discovery platform intended to be built into smartphones by OEMs in order to provide an aggregated feed tailored to users' individual tastes. It had disclosed $17 million in funding, including from the now-defunct SoftBank Capital Unit. And finally, people. And here it's quiet as well. We have two. Brittany Skoda has left her position as Vice President of Investments at Workday Ventures the corporate venturing arm of human resources software provider Workday, to join investment bank Morgan Stanley's technology division as a managing director and global head of software banking. Workday Ventures had hired Skoda in May 2018. Theodorus, the venture fund of Université Libre de Bruxelles, has named Theo Risopoulos, previously a consultant at private equity and industrials-focused consultancy firm Roland Berger, as the first partner to join its Quebec office. The team is expected to comprise of two to three people and will lead investments in spin-outs across North America. And that is it for this week's edition of the Global Venturing Review podcast. Fairly quick one this week. As I said, there wasn't too much to report this week, although there is more on global corporate venturing, global university venturing and global impact venturing. So do head on over there to check out everything else. If you have a moment, feel free to recommend us to your friends and colleagues. Leave us a review or comment on iTunes or SoundCloud. Don't forget to subscribe if this is your first episode. Welcome if it is. I hope you enjoyed it. You can email me with feedback. You can reach me at thehillis at globaluniversityventuring.com. That is T-H-E-L-E-S at globaluniversityventuring.com. And of course, that also counts for all of our existing subscribers. With that, all that's left for me to do is wish you a productive week and I will be back with you again next Monday. Goodbye. Global Venturing Review was produced by In-Ear Production. You can find out more by going to inearproduction.com.